Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of a woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Paul. feeling. Uh, why did you do that? Sometimes you have to slap them in the face just to get their attention. Say, by the way, can you play Jingle Bells? There must have been some magic in that old silk hat they found. Oh, when they placed it on his head, he began to dance around. Lancaster. Are we going back? Is this official in January? Yes. Oh, my excitement over this. Okay. That's one of my favorite Agatha Christie's. Is it? What is murder it? On the, murder okay, on the I don't. <laughs> the show is secondary to the car ride, which is murder everything. on the Orient Express. We're gonna go see a little skit. We're gonna go back to the farmers market. We're gonna see if your friend Kevin Busey is back there. Gary. Ready to... Gary Busey. No, it's Gary Busey's ex. <laughs> it's Gary Busey's brother. We Kevin. called him Kevin no, Busey. <laughs> you need to remember I our bits, know. or this road trip is not going to be successful. We got to go back to space because you need to design my home for me. <clears throat> space is great. You know, you look good for somebody whose sick face is dragging on the ground. You know what? The- sick wears you well. Thanks. Hey, um, as a treat to you, I did something last night. Um, is that why Jim's smiling? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't touch that anymore. No, it's, it's oh, disgusting. That, that I, I don't want to catch something. Good relationship. No, instead, I made rumbles. I, I went to your oh. recipe book oh. for Abby, and I made her rumbles. And for the record, I think I burned all of my nose hair off because there's some booze in this. I actually mm-hmm. changed the recipe a little bit, as, oh. I, as I am oh. wont to do. So then you didn't actually make them. I estimated. Uh-huh. She she said brandy, and I was like, brandy's going to get in the way. I'm going to use pure rum. It was supposed to be two tablespoons of, is it tablespoons? <laughs> How do you say the word? Tablespoons. Two tablespoons of rum, two tablespoons of brandy, and I was like, screw her. Let's go rum all the way. So I did a double dark there's rum. There's probably a reason why there's the brandy. I'm sure it's balancing it out in some way, but I'm all in. And because I didn't want to sift through to try to find brandy in our house. Who has who has just hanging around unless you're a rapper? A lot of people do. Do my you? My mom does. So do I have to take my gum out of my mouth? I think that you should. Were you 
chewing gum and drinking coffee this whole time. It's one of my favorite things. That is the most disgusting. I feel like a prostitute. You have... <laughs> I always feel like I'm from that TV, that documentary, like Hookers on the Front. From HBG. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Guy in the front seat. yeah, yeah. I remember that. And it was all shot in like silhouette from afar, but the sounds. Wait. Yeah. She took her teeth that. out. Didn't she take her teeth out? Yeah. 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 But she's like, hold on, baby. Let me just pop these. How you doing? Yeah, I love it. That love is it. the best. Old school New York. If I were a hooker, that would be my trick. You got to have a gimmick. Yeah, but then your face changes, and then it looks like you're like a hollowed out Yeah, it caves peach. in. It's yeah. like that whenever they show a picture of an old guy on a, a birthday card that's like, you're another year older, and it looks like his face is caving in on him like, um, right. like a sinkhole. Right, because your teeth kind of. You don't want to know what the ingredients are because these are like 1960s ingredients. So I did not come at this with a keto paleo 2019 sensibility of like, how can I make this any better? I leaned into as disgusting as they are. I just, I leaned into the ingredients. Mm -hmm. So that being said. Why are there so many? I'm only going to have half. It was, (laughs) you're only going to have 16 of them. Frankly, we've got a holiday party, a pineapple ranch holiday party happening, and I'm just going to put them on the buffet after that. They yield a lot. It did not look like a lot of ingredients at the start. And by the end, I was like, it said it will make 32. And I was like, bull. And I rolled them a little bit bigger. She said marble-sized, but I was like, "Mm mm-mm. Well, marble size, so you don't you don't have to bite in. You can just put pop in your mouth. Imagine uh-huh. open up it, your the jaw. decade. It's you pop it, so you don't have to. As opposed to now, where it's like you give a hamburger and you have to sit there and eat it for three bites. This was a more civilized cocktail time. Mm-hmm. We just toss it in your mouth with your little white gloves. I agree with the done. single bite. I agree. And then you made these Tony DiNapoli balls. <laughs> well, I am a woman living in now. And I, I have to make some adjustments for the size of them. Um, as a tribute to the entire year of 2019, where we began. Yep, you want to hear it? You want to hear it thud? See, it's just like the rum balls that we got originally. Cheers. Oh, you got the smallest one. Let me get well, the smallest one. Well, I told one. you. Okay, ready? Pop your ball in your mouth. All in one. Don't. These are fantastic. These are legitimately good. This is old lady candy. I know. You know that, right? And I the enjoy only reason this. that it sells is the amount of cocaine that you've powdered on the outside of it. Mm-hmm. This is like a Whitney Houston treat. Do it off my back. What? <laughs> Welcome to Studio 54. Here's your rumble. Oh, please pass. Jules, a rum ball. That's lovely. I'm sorry, but compared to the rum balls that we started with, don't you think this is a nice tribute? Well, I think the powdered sugar really makes it different. I think it pushes that- it over the edge. Yes, it changes it. I could have covered it in a chocolate sprinkle, but I'm sorry I didn't have any in-house. Just like the Cavassier. Apparently. Hi! Hi. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I am your host, Albert Finney, playing Ebenezer Scrooge. And I am Trini Alvarado. Ooh, and we're coming to you from the very Christmassy-looking Maha'a bar in the festive pineapple ranch. Can I hear it? Merry Christmas! Merry Merry Christmas! Christmas! 
Merry Christmas, George! Merry Christmas, movie house! Merry Christmas, Emporium! Merry Christmas, you wonderful old building alone! I'd call the cops on him. Well. If you saw a guy running down the street in this day and age screaming at the buildings... Well, we do every day. We live in New York. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> there's just there's always a guy who's running down Sixth Ave going, "Merry Christmas, Macy's. Everywhere. Merry Christmas, Panera Bread. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Bread of Manger." If that's how you say it. Let me tell you about It's a Wonderful Life. My favorite part in the entire movie. What's your favorite part? Uh, it's a, I'm not gonna lie. It's not one of my primary movies that I watch every year at Christmas. It, that not wasn't one of the my... question. The question was, what is your favorite part of the movie? I don't even, I can't answer because I don't watch it enough to really know what my favorite part My favorite be. part is when he yells at his family. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because when the kids then are it like becomes a, a biopic. Like, like his, you know, it's like he comes back from work, the whole day is just shit. And like his, one by one, his kids are asking him questions. He's like, <laughs> the one kid asks him a question about like math homework or something. He's like, Jesus, Timmy, I don't know. What do I look like? A goddamn dictionary? <laughs> Mary, keep playing that song over and over. Don't you know it by now? Like that is fucking real Christmas. <laughs> and that is a real thing that happened in It's a Wonderful Life. I fucking love that. Agreed. Did it feel like your family life? I was like, that's accurate. Yeah, that seems there about right. Go. That's every father Merry in America. Merry Christmas, Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> You're America's dad. Mary, Shut do we up. have to fuck tonight? Jesus, we do the same position over and over, and you don't even let me come. <laughs> fuck. If anybody needs me, I'll be in the garage with a tube in my mouth. <laughs> I'll be with the Vanessa Williams penthouse, stroking it. <laughs> Jesus. Sure, she hasn't been born yet, but still. Doesn't matter. I don't I care. I just want to fuck something. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you old building alone. <laughs> Merry <I> Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, just out of curiosity before I move on to more, you know. What have you? You're going to see Mariah Carey in two weeks. Yes, I am. What are you doing to prep for this? Square Garden. Um, I I don't really. I don't. Is there deep knee bends, stretching, um, yoga, goat yoga, something to sort of get yourself grounded, centered? Probably a lot of beverages, libations. Mm -hmm. When do you start drinking? Two days before? (laughs) No, because I have a job to do. Mm. But I'm very. When do you stop drinking? I'm just saying that she may or may not have received the pictures of my Christmas tree with her on the top. Wait, you sent her like like via Instagram or something? You tagged her? We have a mutual friend. Okay. Who puts a little buzz in her ear about certain things like concert notes, things of that nature. And then he came to my house to drop off my Mariah Carey themed wrapping paper that she sells on her website. (gasps) Oh. And um, he's like, I got to take a picture of this. I might have to send it to somebody. <gasps> and I have several Mariah Carey um, ornaments on my tree. And one I made, which is my tree topper, which is from uh, her tote bag. I bought two tote bags because they were on sale in July. And I cut it out because it's a cartoon of her. Amazing. And I hodgepodged it and 
put a little backing on it, and that's my tree topper. Now, how do you have confirmation of receipt of this? Do you know that she's seen this? I, w- I will eventually know. It just how happened last How will you night. eventually know? Because my friend will tell me. Okay. Now, you've this is the first that you've ever told me that you are one degree of separation from Missy. M. M. Carey, yeah. M. Carey. Why are you not using this to get to the motherland? Have you met her? No. How have you not met her yet? Well, because I refuse to wait in any kind of line, period. <clears throat> yeah, but if Although you have a direct connection, why would you wait in <clears throat> line? Um, I don't know. Why would you not pull that string? I don't really like to use my friends. I use them. It's probably why I'm stuck in the job then. Exactly. Wow, you you are sitting on a gold mine. Yeah, but sometimes, you know, it's like... Don't meet your heroes? Correct. Okay, you're Thank scared. you for using one of her songs mm. and describing it. Yeah, that's, that's what it's really about. It is. She's like, you don't want to meet me. Please don't meet me in person. Is that a country song? Uh, well, she's it's yeah. Writer. Well, she's got to adapt, you know. No, she doesn't. She's pretty good. She's pretty on brand. <laughs> this week, like every week, we are bringing you old school advice for new school problems. Uh, this week is a little bit different, though, because you know why? It's Christmas. Bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong. My true love gave to me. No one singing that song. Ever. Nobody's excited to hear 12 Days of Christmas. Nobody Every is. time it starts, everybody's like, oh, How God. long does this last? And then your friend's like, 12 days, asshole. Yeah. And then when we stop it, we start it at the beginning. It's like 99 bottles of beer on the wall. But we do it fast. Yeah. Just get through it quickly. Maids a-milking. Mm, sexy. Sounds like a mommy party. So the presents are wrapped, the halls are decked, and if you have a nativity on your front yard, you're getting ready to put the Jesus in. Do not put the Jesus in your nativity before the 25th, but you know what I do appreciate in the suburbs? A sun-stained nativity. Oh, what? You know, like the plastic nativities everybody's got in their front yards? But clearly somebody has just kept it out there too long and just left it to the weather. And I love a sun-stained plastic. Like, I like a nativity that that almost is like it's lost all of its color. Mm. It's been drained of its life. Oh, it's the best. Sun-stained nativity, no Jesus in the manger until the 25th. You know how I feel about the no Jesus. I know. Make her pregnant. Just saying. Poor Mary. FYI, on the way here, we were driving here, and there was a guy walking in the middle of the road, because it's New Jersey, mm. wearing an all-red sweatsuit. And it was he had a bit of a pointy hoodie on. So we had the hoodie up on, everything was zipped up, red sweatpants. And we saw him from behind, and he had to be like 85 pounds, so it looked like Santa on keto. Looked like Elf on a Shelf. Yeah, he did look like Elf on a Shelf, mm-hmm. which creeps me out. But I do appreciate people's uses for him online. Like when you'd Pinterest elf on a shelf, you know, where people decide to put him. My favorite was one One of them was tipped down in the bathroom where it looked like he was... Vomiting? Yes. Mm. I appreciate a good elf on the shelf placement. I don't really understand like this. I don't understand the concept of Santa Claus. Um. Well, if we were to look back in time, it's based on St. Nicholas. I got it. Um, and we look at the the generation of that, but I don't know the history of those things, and we all know I half-ass everything, so I'm not even going to bother. But I'm to look just it up saying, right what most people know is there's a stranger that comes into your house through the chimney at night, leaves you gifts, eats some of eats your, stuff. your stuff, yeah, yeah, and then does it at every house. 
This man would be on six, my 600-pound life. <laughs> Santa version. Santa's like, I don't know. How did you, how'd you get this way? Uh, I delivered toys. And then you go I to the North from Pole. from every house. Yeah, and, and he's, he, he's laying on one of those beds that they have to forge together with, yeah. like, the metal when they take two California king beds yep. and they just fuse them together. <clears throat> like, this is how he lives the rest of the year. And then he has to work it off. He goes somewhere cold, far, far away. Where nobody can see him, and he's back with his little guys. I mean, strange. This goes back to the Smurf. It's village. a kingdom. Yeah. Do you want to start us off, or do you want me to start off? Oh! Merry Christmas! You start. I'm gonna kill him. I hate Jules's bells. All right. All right. The Springfield News Leader, Springfield, Missouri, February fifth, nineteen eighty-nine. It was a Sunday. Twas a Sunday. Dear Abby, the holiday parties have ended. They were enjoyable for the most part, but irritating at times. Abby, what is the correct protocol for greeting and saying goodbye to guests? My husband is a very handsome man. All the women simply adore him, which is something I must deal with in, 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 oh, <laughs> deal with day in and Hit day out. Hit him on out. the back, he's skipping. <laughs> Listen, Fudd. My husband is a very handsome man. All the women simply adore him, which is something I must deal with day in and day out. Is it proper for women to greet and dismiss dismiss with lip kissing and <laughs> arms around the neck embraces? This kind of behavior embarrasses and disgusts me. Uh, I think a little gentle touch on the arm with a thank you is sufficient. My husband says he agrees with me, and he wishes that women wouldn't that he wishes that women would leave him alone. How do you handle this without being unpleasant? Or is it something in society that we must accept? Signed, bothered in Newport. Merry Christmas. Does this have to do with Christmas? Yes. It does? Yeah, Christmas parties. Oh, Christmas parties. I'm sorry. She's, I she's got, addressing I got this got after the fact. Stuck on the Elmer Fudd. Yeah. Dear Bothered, as for your handsome husband's wishing that the women would leave him alone, his body language could probably do a better job of communicating his wishes. No one embraces a statue. <laughs> <laughs> Except for David. <laughs> Grab that crotch, you get it. Affectionate women often hug hosts on arriving and departing, so you should lighten up a little. And your husband should not be so quick to provide lip service. Ooh, she is. Well, yeah, she's saying that he's to blame for it, too. He's not pushing off the advances. Well, how many women are coming through the store and they're like, oh, good to see you, Jim, and then just like a tongue down his throat. I was just going to say it, then you grab his face and start making out with him. I don't know where they live, Scandinavia Merry or something. Christmas, good to see you, and just like a hand down the front of the pants. That and is a bold a woman ass. that's like, have a good day, and then kiss you on your lips. Oh, Kissing on the lips. When people go in for kissing, like, what's happening? I don't know either. I can't ever read body language recently. And people come in to me very close. So I've become a hugger. I never was. I never grew up a hugger. Not, no, me neither. No. But it's like growing up, I mean, in Boston, we nobody touched each other. We never showed love. I think Galen and I have just recently hugged. And this is after like a decade worth of friendship. It's earned. Yeah. Well, no, it's not earned. It's because I was... I was Drunk and couldn't stand well, up. No, I wasn't born with affection. No, same here. Well, brought up in me. So we were born in the same place, which is just like, you never doubted love for your family, but you never showed it. 
God, no. I don't know about that. No, I just started hugging my parents for the first time, and and I am 25 years old. Mm. We just started hugging goodbye, as opposed to my Jules's family, which is Sicilian, which say goodbye to each other by sticking a tongue in an ear. It's very touchy-feely. We are not a touchy. Italians, like, grab ass as soon as they leave the room. Hey, Jimmy, how you doing? It's so good to see you. Let me check. You got one, you got two testicles right there, still there. Oh, so good to see you. Uncle Bill? Hey, Tony, why don't you get me something to drink? (laughs) But the Irish in Boston, no, don't touch each other. What's weird is when somebody who knows you but doesn't know you that well does say goodbye by kissing you like Pecking, kissing you on the mouth, like just a friend, not like nothing. I was ever like weird, like nervous about or anything, but like you know, majority of my friends are gay guys, and some mm-hmm. of them kiss me on the mouth. <laughs> so it is maybe cold they're not and flu gay. Season. <laughs> I know. Don't spread the the HPV my way. Oh my I don't God. know, but yes, there's. There's a dividing line, and it's it's very hard, especially in the Me Too era, to read how much we should or shouldn't be touching each other's peoples. Well, you can always stop that and be like, nah. No, and I think I'm, no, I can't when say they no. Lean in That's and be the like, problem. It's, I have a cold. I'm just a girl who can't say no. Well, learn. Ugh! It doesn't turn out well for everybody. We in should Oklahoma. hug sometime. No. Have we ever hugged each other? This is weird. No. Can, can we try it today? No. No, we cannot. It would feel so weird. It'd be weird. It'd be like hugging right out of the shower. <laughs> and I'm so bony and pointy. Mm, I'm, I can't be a comfortable on. hug, you know? Probably not. I'll take your eye out with my elbow. Oh, lovely. Wow. All right. I'm moving on to the Spokane Chronicle from Spokane, Washington. March 15th, 1983. A weird date to have a Christmas question, but here it is. <laughs> Rita as a pet peeve. Dear Ann Land, oh wait, that's not her. Dear Ann Landers, <laughs> Christmas is long gone, but I am still bugged by something that happened in the home of old friends, and I need to unload on someone. That's this is a, March. That's this is March. Disgusting. <laughs> Everybody needs to unload on someone. Jimmy Stewart. My husband and I <laughs> dropped by on Christmas Eve. Under their tree were three gifts for their new puppy, beautifully wrapped. The tags read, To Bowser with love, mum and dad. I nearly threw up. What on earth is wrong with people who do things like that? Surely they know dogs can't read. And going to all of the trouble of gift wrapping for an animal makes them look like idiots. Please comment. Signed, Steamed Stella in Short Hills, New Jersey. Dear SS, Obviously, you are not a pet lover, and I'm not going to turn you into one, but people who care deeply about animals feel that they are very nearly human. Their carrying on has nothing to do with you, so cool it, lady. I agree. Like, what? I know. I don't wrap things because I know that Jenny will probably tear through it. Anyway. She can, she has, she, she's like Angela Lansbury murder, she, she wrote. She'll figure out what the fuck is in that <laughs> wrapping paper. She wants to get to the She'll base get of it. it right now. Uh-huh. Doesn't matter if everyone on our floor has been murdered, she will find the toy. Yeah, that's that's good. But I wouldn't. I think I used to wrap Teddy's stuff, and why not? We have stockings for our puppies. I have what ornaments is wrong with dog? that? There is nothing, and we have a large stocking for our dog who died. Yes, we need therapy. I get that. 
I don't think you need therapy. How about if you celebrate the way you want to celebrate? And if your dogs are your kids, so be it, damn it. You give your kids gifts. You, you give breastfeed them a gift your every dogs. Day. Doesn't everybody breastfeed their dogs? I I don't, but I don't really. Create mm. milk. Anyway. I have seen no problem in this at all. None whatsoever. I think the problem is with the person that wrote the letter. I agree. She's, Judger. Yeah. Stop right there. Uh-oh. I'm throwing a big wrench into this. I Why? Have a surprise for the two of you. <gasps> um, all What's you're happening? Doing, I got somebody on the phone. Uh, right now? Yeah, you're going to... Some basic interview questions. What the fuck? Uh, I'm I'm horrified right now. <laughs> the best part is, is that Patty is still a little yeah. sick, so he can't I, get I'm his gonna, dander up at all. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to pass you. I'm going to pass you the phone to put there in a second. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, this is really. We don't have any room. <laughs> There's no room at the inn. We're, well, we, maybe we'll have to. We've got rumbles. Hello. Mr. Stewart, hang on. I'm going to put you on the phone with a few people here. They have some questions to ask you. Jimmy Stewart? Yeah, please ask him anything about uh, wonderful life. Yeah, yeah. What, what can I do for your fine young folks? Oh, Jimmy, I'm so glad to be talking to you from beyond the grave. First of all, how is heaven and or hell? Where are you? I, I, I mean, what do, you, what, do you, what do you think? I'm Jimmy goddamn fucking Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> you know Damn what? Damn I'm America's sweetheart. You're America's sweetheart who's very abusive to his kids for a scene. I make Tom Hanks look like a fucking pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> what, can, what can I do for you? Uh, do you have any questions for Jimmy Stewart? <laughs> oh, you're making our co-host cough right now, Mr. Stewart. It's, we're no, it's very... like I made Mary cough when I shoved my balls in her mouth. <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a second, I suppose. We will get to that. I mean, do you want to dive right in and talk about your kinky relationship with Mary? Well, it was, 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 I'll get the words out of it. It was, it was a scene. Listen, that, Elmer uh, Fudd. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a scene that was cut from the movie. I recommended it to George Capra, but that, Pussy decided to well, what it wasn't age appropriate, so he cut it out. Uh, I can reenact it for you if you'd like. Oh, please I, do. I, I really, was I'd it like the, the rim Great. job that that go, that was, was on this the after uh, she jumped out of her robe and into the bush and she's naked, being fucked by they the bush. Say, that's what it was. So we we come out and we're we're sitting there singing Buffalo Girls, won't you come out tonight and dance by the St. Mary? And it starts off innocently enough, I should tell you, but I, I just thought it should go in a different direction. So you know, I'm gonna quit my yammer and I'll just I'll just play the scene for you. Uh, say Mary, you you going to lasso the moon? I'll, 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 throw, I'll throw a lasso around the moon. I'll pull down. You can swallow the moonbeams. They can come out of you. What I'd like that, George. Say, while, while we're on the subject, Mary, you, you, you know what teabagging is? <laughs> I know, George. I, I've never heard of that. What is teabagging? Well, it's wonderful, Mary. What you do, you just, now you just keep looking in the moon, Mary. I'm going to whisper this in your ear. Uh, so what, what you do is you lie down on the ground. You're going to open your mouth really wide. <laughs> My balls into your mouth, Mary. I'm just gonna go up and down and dip my. And you're gonna swallow my balls as if you were swallowing the moon. And you're gonna take my arm and go, hee haw, hee haw. That's it, Mary. There you go, girl. 
Yeah, I just open them. I want you to open your mouth that big. I want it that big. There you go. Hey, Ernie, Bert, come over here, guys. We're doing some tea bagging with me. Ah, Judge Betty, you and your infernal tea bagging. You know, Mr. Potter, that's your problem. You're you're a spiggly old spider. You don't know joy because you never dipped your balls in a young woman's mouth. <laughs> you're so busy stealing bangs from people, you don't have the time just to take out your old wrinkled, decrepit balls and dip it in someone's mouth. Here, I'll, I'll, let me help you out of that wheelchair. Now dip your balls into Mary's mouth, Mrs. Potter. Oh, ah, Merry Christmas to you. Oh, come on, Bedford Falls. Dip your balls into Mary's mouth. That's my brother George, the luckiest man in Bedford Falls. And it, it, it was something like that. And so we just all mute all over Mary like, oh, it was wonderful. Oh, Sounds like I a wonderful life. Why Capper didn't want that in there. I don't know. I don't. He made a huge <laughs> mistake in cutting that. But was there originally, I mean, did... You guys, you guys didn't have merchandise back then, but I assume that there was a T-shirt that said, "Come on, Bedford Falls, dip your balls in Mary's mouth." My God, it would have sold like hotcakes. Hee-haw! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hee-haw is right. Hee-haw, indeed. Well, hee-haw I want to, Mr. Stewart. Thank you so much for oh, sharing with us the, the long-lost scene. It's my, it's my pleasure, you podsters, and enjoy. And remember, dip your balls in someone's <laughs> mouth this Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Stewart. Merry Christmas, Yo! you old building and loan. <laughs> Love you guys. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> well, wow. that was unexpected. That was illuminating. We've learned so much this episode. We've given so many gifts to the listeners. How can they pay us back? By rating, reviewing, and subscribing on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you download podcasts. By following us online at DearPodOfficial on Instagram and Twitter. Checking out our website, DearPodOfficial.com, and emailing us their advice questions, DearPodOfficial at gmail.com. Wow. Wow, we got that all in. Oh, got it all in. Have a good night, folks. Just like all in, all of his balls in Mary's mouth. I can't even go back to talking about dogs after that. <gasps> did you buy Teddy anything? I mean, Teddy, oh, did you buy Teddy something? Do you buy Teddy stuff? No, I bought Jenny a, um, uh, one of those uh, Nylabone branch sticks. Oh, nice. It's about like 10 inches long, and she's about 10 inches long. So she's going to chew on that for her whole life. Right. She kind of chews on things to make it a tiny little shiv and then leaves it all over the floor, and then I step on it. But that, no, I don't. Don't really... you think that's her way of doing that on purpose? Yeah, absolutely. that's how she's bringing you down. But I don't really. Um, I mean, I give her things, but I don't. I don't put them under. Like as I said, I don't put it under the tree because she's going to rip it open and eat it. Well, every year we get them a new outfit that they're terrified of wearing, and they're officially terrified of sweaters. I put them on. I put one on Izzy the other day, and she didn't move. She stood in place. It's like a hug box. You know, every vest is a thunder vest to her. Mm-hmm. So uh, there will be no clothing given this year for their Christmas gifts. My favorite thing for Jenny is uh, it's like a scarf, but it's oh. like a it's like a neck warmer. Oh. It's a crocheted neck warmer. Who did that? Did somebody crochet it for her? Someone. There's a store underneath Columbus Circle. Yeah. I love those stores. And the turnstile. Like, yeah. 
uh-huh. the turnstiles underneath. And it, I think it was, I think we bought it there. And it's like this little neck. So if you don't want to put a sweater on your dog, if your dog doesn't like sweaters or yeah. whatever, it's this thing and it looks like it warms up her neck. Uh, I do crochet. <clears throat> so maybe I could crochet it's Izzy a neck warmer. kind of amazing. Okay. I, and it's easy. This is a, an ad for those turnstiles. If you're in New York, go to the turnstiles at 59. They also it's, have a great... Uh, Wine place. Yes, and but they just have great little chot shops. You know, mm-hmm. there's that like news store and they have cute little weird that's, items. That's where we got uh, Jenny's teepee at that uh, dog store. Jenny's teepee. See, if you have a separate house for your dog, of course you're going to celebrate them at Christmas and there is nothing wrong with that, damn it. Just realized I don't have anything. I need to put a wreath or something on her teepee. Oh, oh God. I gotta write this down. Put that on the list. Do you have a pen? Uh, no, but I have blood. Oh. All right, gross. good. Decorate Jenny's teepee. Oh, the holidays are so stressful. And that's all I got to say about that. Well, then let's go to our next goddamn happy holidays letter. Because it's going to take forever to do this episode. But it's a very special Christmas episode. Extra. I am going to, oh. I'm going to put your bells in my mouth and I'm going to bite down. I'm going to bite down hard. Go ahead. All right. The Rocky Mount Telegram. Rocky Mount, North Carolina, December 13th, 1982. It was a Monday. Dear Amy. Dear Amy. Dear dear Ambien. Dear Dear, Ambien. That feels right. Dear Abby, I am disgusted with people who moan that everything is so expensive these days they can't afford to give Christmas gifts this year. And the last four years, I haven't been able to buy gifts either. But I didn't give up. I made my own. Last year, I made 24 pairs of mittens and 11 pairs of slippers out of my odds and ends of yarn. This year, I made homemade jellies and jams when berries were in season. So please, tell those people who say they can't afford to give gifts to get to get their talents together. A gift doesn't have to be expensive. It's the thought that counts. Sign, giving it anyway in Iowa. Dear giving. Not everyone can knit, crochet, or even make jellies and jams. You're right. However, when you say it's the thought that counts, so what's wrong with a note or a card that says simply thinking of you with love or best wishes or whatever is appropriate? <laughs> she gave up. Even she doesn't know what to. She's or like, I don't, whatever. I, I don't. I don't know. I'm rich. I don't have this I don't, problem. I don't, I don't give year, gifts. No, I, I just have my maid do it for me. She goes to Tiffany's. I give her a budget, and she buys things for everybody else. I don't understand what the else. problem is. What's the issue? Everybody should have I silverware mean... in their home from from Winston's. I give everybody frankincense or myrrh. And myrrh. It's so easy to go out there and tap a tree, get your own frankincense, and give it to a friend. I don't understand. Maple syrup, always a good gift. Everybody loves maple syrup. I, I don't like um, food gifts. Why? Because I will never I will never use maple syrup. I will more than likely never use jellies or jams. Um, Marcus's mom made me socks. They're one of my favorite pairs. That's something I will. Mittens, I don't need mittens. Mm-hmm. Well, and especially with food, it is a dicey thing. But my brother does every now and then get us an of the month club, which mm. is the gift that gives all year round. Sure. So every month you get a delivery of something. However, he did pie of the month club once. 500 pounds later, Mm -mm. a chocolate cream pie delivered to your house, key lime pie, cherry pie. Once a month, you would get a pie delivered. 
I and I'm not going to lie, I did get excited to get that package every every month. And you open it up, but what's it going to be? It's a pie from the middle of the country. There was another article about how people would give um, magazine subscriptions to people, which is another dicey thing. Um, my jewels once got a, a magazine subscription to Ebony Magazine. I don't know who gave it to them, but I do want to applaud whoever it was because they kept renewing it. Ebony Magazine once a month. I appreciate To the that. whitest man in the world. It's genius. Well, there's nothing wrong with it. It's a magazine great magazine. subscriptions. I got my father a crossword puzzle subscription for a year. That's a good gift. Yeah, but like if it's, if I just started sending you like gun and ammo. That'd number be funny. One, right. That'd be real funny. You'd probably never read it. So is that You'd be just, surprised. It's a waste of money. It's, you're just going to throw it away anyway. I threw out most of my mail. I love a gag gift, though. Yeah, but that's A, a like, gag gift like that that keeps recurring every month is Unless even you just more keep genius. it on your, your you know, Your table. coffee table, yeah. Ironically, just like stacks of it, like my I do everything digest. ironically. There's nothing serious in my life. Oh, well, that's so too bad. So I'm just saying, Christmas is coming, guns and ammo. Mm. Find the best magazine subscription you can. I don't, I think it's just a waste but for comedy, I used to get People Mag. My mom used to send me People Magazine. Oh, I and, love People. I haven't read a People Magazine in like ten years. <gasps> then give them to me. Do you still get them? No. Do you have back orders? No. I'll read right. Old People's. I got no problem with that. Old People's. Old People's magazine. Old People's. Old Persons. <laughs> Isn't that just Harper's Bazaar? Old Persons. All right, I am moving along <laughs> to the Calgary Herald. We're going to Canada for oh, this one. Okay. For e? April 25th, 1964. Another weird time to send a Christmas question. Mm. But hey, it's the okay. spring. You got to start planning now. Sure. And Landis answers your problems. <laughs> the title of this one is just forget it. <laughs> I, I don't even, I think that she wrote, like she forgot to write down a title for this. I forget it. And the editor just put it in as forget it. I don't know what we do with that. Dear Ann Landers. I'd like your advice on what to do about my aunt. She telephoned this morning just to chat. To be polite, I asked her what she was doing today. She replied, I'm going downtown to do some Christmas shopping. Then she explained, Auntie watches for bargains all through the year and picks them up for Christmas gifts. By August, she has all of her Christmas shopping done. This explains why her gifts are always faded, torn, dried out, and shop-worn. I hope she didn't buy anybody a puppy. This tightwad has more money than the rest of the family put together. Her husband was in the First World War, and she still has his liberty bonds. I'm so infuriated by her cheapness, I could pop a blood vessel. Should I tell her how I feel and get it off my chest? Signed, Burned to Cinders. Dear Cinders, no! You've told me! That's enough! Now forget it! And I agree. Let me tell you this. I had to give, I had to write a, um, a bonus check for somebody this week. Now, Are you going to give me the number? No. Okay. <laughs> so it is from the summer and we're a little late, obviously, in giving up because we we do things a little strangely at work. Anyway. Bonus checks happen in the summer? Um, f- f- it's, an, it's a Hamptons thing. Anyway. Oh, okay. So um, Jesus. a lot of discussion back and forth. But we had to oh. give it to a waiter, and a waiter kept saying, hey, do you know about my bonus? Do you know about my bonus? Blah, blah, blah. And at one point I was like, the thing about a bonus is 
It's not guaranteed, and it's a bonus. The word you already bonus. got paid. Uh huh. It's like a gratuity. Like there's a gratuity, but you already got paid. Yeah. Like this, it's a little bit different. It's weird to ask for it. <clears throat> right. Like you know, as a server, you don't really you don't really get paid. You work by tips. Uh-huh. But if you're like a waiter in the Hamptons or whatever, you're paid pretty handsomely for maybe not a whole ton of work, right? Mm-hmm. And usually you're paid for your travel, you're put up, you don't have to, and nothing's really out of pocket. Oh. So when someone asks for a bonus and they keep asking, they keep asking, and I'm like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't, ex- I never expect a bonus. I don't expect anything. Um, Ever. Also because it keeps things, I mean, like, as in Christmas vacation, when they decided to go from the checks to the jellies of the, <laughs> the month. Jelly, jelly of, of the, the month. month club. It's like, you shouldn't, you know. Count, you shouldn't anticipate sh- that. Right. Uh-huh. I just find so I just think if someone wants to buy like a gift that's what a gift is. You should never really expect something that you have asked someone to buy you cuz then just fucking buy it yourself. And and you should never expect it to be something specific. Like what do you expect? So like, so, so what if she actually does buy I, I would <clears throat> kill to have all my Christmas shopping done in August. All my Christmas shopping is done like a dude on like December 20th. But where is she keeping this? Like in like a sun-drenched attic that's damp? What is she Along talking? with her nativity, everything what is, is sun stained. What's saying? Like everything is sun stained and damped and torn. I'm like, is it food? I have a torn? cheesecake that's been sitting in my attic since April. Merry Christmas. <laughs> 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 well, I also, uh, without saying any names and endangering anybody, like there are people who collect swag through the course of how many years and then re gift it or just gift it too late. Um, I once got a VHS and a poster of E.T. about 13 years after this movie had come and gone. I, but you get a gift like that and you just say thank you and you move along with your life and then you make it an anecdote on a podcast years later. And I, that's a great gift to me. Well... <laughs> I mean, who, I don't understand people that really complain about About gifts. a gift that they get. A gift is a gift. Mm-hmm. This is the problem with what is happening in today's society. Are those our articles? That's it for the articles. Mm-hmm. We've been through them. Then what are we waiting for? I haven't even called my mother today. So. Well. It's Christmas time. I have a gift for you. The well, gift put of. put your pants back on. Put them on your head and start the ticker tape, will you? It's time. It's time for the Christmas moth report. It's time to call my mother and find out what the weather is like for Christmas time. I hate those bells. I knew he was going to press them. All right. Let's bring my family into this misery. Oh. Pick up the fucking phone. All I want for Christmas is for her to pick up after one ring. I swear. Three rings. On three golden rings. She better be in the emergency Four. room. <laughs> Hi, this is Ellen LeBlanc. What? <laughs> Which one are we calling now? I, I forgot to call her and tell her that she was doing this today, but let's. <laughs> we try it again. Hello? <laughs> Do it again. Do you want to leave her a message? 
That tree ornament on your tree looks like a vagina. <laughs> it is. Are you serious? <laughs> You'll reach 781. What? Oh. That was the house you called. Call yeah. Me. Call, what's it? Let's see what happens. Hi, this is Ellen. What? Leave her in. <laughs> you guys, this is incredible. I think that she she had to know. Hold on. We have things. Oh. Hello? Are you nuts? Are you kidding me? Are you? This is Saturday, right? Oh my God! What? Well, you're on this one, and we've gone four times. Well, I'm sorry, but the podcast is over now. Oh, we can't cater to you. Tell us where the goddamn weather is. <laughs> We're calling. Oh wait, hold on. I'm connecting you to the board. Hold on. I don't know how to do this. Hurry, Erin, we're losing time. This is a mess. Oh, there she is. Well, thank you, madam. Oh, thanks for showing up to our podcast. What a wonderful Christmas episode this is. This is great. Ho, ho, ho. No, different than any other holiday Christmas. Disappointing. Disappointing. Mom's ruining Christmas again. But now we have our new new show t-shirt, which is, is this a podcast? Yes, this is a podcast. Welcome, welcome. No, it's a birthing center. (laughs) (laughs) Happy holidays. Happy friggin' holidays. (laughs) Chaos, stop those stupid bills. Oh, my God. This is. I don't know if I'm. What, what, what? Well, you don't know if you're what? I, I, you don't know if you're what? Prepared? I, I mean, Look out the window and tell us what it looks like. Oh, God. Where are you driving? You're not ABC 7's Andy Avalos. Tell us what the weather is. It's an opinion piece. I know, I'm so sorry I forgot, but surprise! Oh, God! <laughs> I, I said I didn't recognize the number. We're in the car, report. Don't answer I it. I don't trust the him. Number. Where are you driving right now? I'm in the middle of Lexington Center. Oh, I Jesus. I do some errands, but I thought you're just confusing the daylights out of me. I, oh. thought, I thought you did this on Sundays. Look, every now and then things change. I didn't prep you, no, but God, you know what? Here's the thing. You need to be ready at a moment's notice to give us a weather report. I can't be held responsible, you know? I don't know. This is so much responsibility. I'm not sure if I'm doing it right. Probably not. But anyway. Well, it's the end of the year. Do you want to lose your job here at the podcast? I know I do. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. So pull over before somebody pulls you over. I am. What I'm is in front th- of the Lexington Police Department because two guys just drove by me, and I'm on my phone. <laughs> and you're in front of the police department? I'm just walk in. If I, get a, if I get a ticket, I'm sending it to you. Oh, good. Courtesy yeah. of Pineapple Ranch. Just walk in there and just give yourself up right now. I know. Say I know. you're a disappointment. What is the I weather like where hot. you're standing? Oh, well, it's 
freezing cold, but it's quite sunny and pretty. And there's no clouds in the sky, and the sky is blue, and it's very pretty out today. <laughs> We're gonna go by maybe a tree or something. I don't, I don't know. We gotta get decorating, but we had all this snow, and now we can't find the bushes in front of the house. So I don't know where to put my lights. Merry Christmas! <laughs> I know where to put them. <laughs> 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 this I got your lights right here. Today here. I'm not alone. <laughs> this is the best Christmas episode ever. I know where to put the fucking lights. <laughs> right around your neck. My father's turned into Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> Mary, stop playing that stupid song. Don't you song. know the song by now? You keep playing it over and over and over. <laughs> Do you oh, like It's a Wonderful Life? I love it. I love it. <laughs> What's your favorite part? I always, I What's always cry a little bit at the very end when uh, he says, Attaboy, Clarence. I get all a little misty then. I, I cry all Christmas stuff like that. All know? all year round you cry. So that's your favorite part of, of It's a Wonderful Life? Yeah. Well, well, yeah, when he says, Please, God, I want to live again. I get very emotional at that point, too. So I like that. <laughs> well, it's a it, suicide yeah. scene. Most people are pretty <laughs> okay, yeah. emotional. I don't feel anything like when, when I... Uncle Billy out. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> You're about to connect with Uncle Billy. <laughs> Why? Who loses $8,000 like a big idiot? Honest to God. Oh my God! God. I feel like we're on the Jerry Springer show. We are. Who loses $8,000, stupid? Yeah, you should throw yourself off that frozen bridge. For God's sake. I know. And it wasn't even his fault. It was his Uncle Billy. Oh, I thought you meant our Uncle Billy. I did too. I totally thought you were talking about your family. And I know. And then I realized it's part of the movie. I was like, you one of the... We have an Uncle Billy, too. We yeah. do. And I was like, he lost $8,000 at Mohegan Sun? <laughs> that was exactly oh what my God. Point. You know what? I think you should watch the movie. He goes to the bank and he loses $8,000 he's supposed to deposit. Oh, so, I've seen the movie. Yeah. I just find it ironic that we actually have an Uncle Billy in our family. Who could? Who, who could, loves to go to Mohegan Sun? $8,000. Exactly. So this is layered. Merry Christmas Holy indeed. Um, Holy mackerel. Now, wow. is there anything that we can expect on, on Christmas week? Do you see anything coming down? Are we going to have a white Christmas? <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, like, that's too far out, really. I can't. I haven't even looked because you didn't tell me I was going to get a call today. So I haven't had a chance to do my research. You're well, unprepared for the holiday there. season, Click. <laughs> I promise you a Christmas forecast on the next episode. Well, guess what? The next episode is a New Year's episode, so, so we'll be too damn late. Oh, oh, good God. Well, we want to thank you so much for this extra special Christmas yeah, unexpected well, surprise was, moth it report. It was a little disheveled, but uh, a little. that's not my fault. But we got through it. Do you want to swear at my mother one more time? Before I don't think I can. Do it. Do it. Just one more time for me, will you? Come on. I, As a Christmas gift. I would do gift. it back to Patty, but I just can't do it. It's just, uh, I can't. That's can't. the best part. She can't swear back at you. It's like, it's like one of those. Uh, well, I didn't do anything I wrong. I showed up on time. I made it to the train. I got I to know, the, the yeah, ranch. Right. I prepared. Right. I'm prepared. Oh, yeah. 
Well, look, we have things that we, we have, have to, to do. We have things that we've prepared <laughs> okay. and speeches that we need to give and, and work that we've done. So we need to address our our work. Okay. Um, you do have that. to go do buy that. and decorate uh, a home now and go what buy us something. Think about else. what you've done. You've derailed the whole show. <laughs> Say, just one swear. Just one swear. Swear it or once. Damn it. <laughs> Well, you've disappointed Patty, and this has been fun. It has been. Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh Merry fucking Christmas. Nice Christmas. Merry Christmas. (laughs) My my favorite holiday is New Year's. We didn't ask. It's Christmas. It's the Christmas episode. We'll talk to you later. Disconnect the woman. (laughs) Disconnect the woman. I just hung up on her. He said, disconnect the woman. So I did. We didn't talk about New Year's. We're talking about Christmas. I know. She's trying to jump the gun. Now she's going too far ahead. My favorite episode is like, I don't care, woman. (laughs) Wow. I think I just lost half my throat laughing at that. That was... um, Something special. That was quite the thing. Yeah. Wow. How do I even transition? This is like when... Like uh, a reporter on the street. Hi, we're live here at a fire. What did you see? Twat, twatty, twatterson. Something like that. And it's like... And so the newscaster has to like somehow come Cover. back from that and be like, whoa, hey, I didn't expect that. I don't know that this was a thing, but now it's going to be my only job in life. You should Google it. To be that person. But you know what's up next? Our oh, favorite uh, part. Could it be? Listen to Listen to On the 12th day of Christmas, the listeners gave to me two cute questions to answer 11 more again. questions That's then we have drinks then we like will the drink and I hate that fucking <laughs> five girls rings oh wow maybe we could give my mother the gift of caller ID for Christmas but she in has the meantime, it. It comes with every iPhone. It's it, not a gift. It's just a given. It, it's called Steve Jobs gave you the gift of caller ID. Yeah, if maybe you if put, you put Jim's name in your goddamn phone, you'd know who the fuck is calling you. He's only been married to this woman for a gazillion years. Yeah, they're still sort of waiting for anyway, him to Anyway, let's out. go direct to, to listener, listener mail. mail. The we, happiest part of the fucking show. Merry First Christmas, goddamn Listener mail, listener mail, blah, 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 listener mail, blah. You gotta keep... Playing it over and over and over again. Jesus. I don't know, Timmy. What do I look like? A fucking dictionary? Wow. Um, we have gone to a place. That is anger. That is, that's pure. You know what that is? That's Christmas. That's the rage of the holidays Where right are my there. background singers? Oh, oh Lord. Lord. I swear to God, the only Christmas song that I hear in every store is... This Christmas. This Christmas. I feel like they heard us talking about this, and now every TJ Maxx and Home Goods and Target it's, is they're piping even... it through. No, hand to God, same. That's all I've heard. And I don't know if this is one of those things where when you have something on your mind, that's all you see. It must be because it is literally like I even like um, put on a Christmas like uh, random like play random Christmas music, and it started. Yeah. Donny Hathaway's This Christmas. Hang all the mistletoe. I was like, and all I can say in my head is... Patty LaBelle. We're my background singers. Because I know that they're not there. Exactly. They're not there for you. Presents and... Cards are Cards are Cue cards are not here. My world is filled with cheer. I don't know the next part. (laughs) You got to move it along, honey. Move it along. 
Wow. But all that right. was a callback to last week. This week. I know. I'm sorry. We're all about the listener mail. So all please right. send us your questions to dearpodofficial at gmail.com. Like this week we have a couple. One of them is holiday themed and one of them is not. Which one would you like to read? I'll start with this one. Do it. Dear Pod, I am the mother of three lovely young women. My oldest has recently graduated college, and the other two are not far behind. Six months ago, she landed herself a wonderful job. Still living at home, I suggested to her that maybe it'd be nice for her to start paying a little room and board. Well, you'd think I killed someone. We, her parents, paid her tuition, so she has no loans to pay, and she has a pretty good here. And it's not much money we are asking for, just a small token of appreciation of what we've given her for her entire life. Am I being unreasonable? I'm starting to feel resentful. Sincerely, I spared the rod and spoiled the child. Abby's answer. Mm -hmm. Dear Spared, I keep receiving letter after letter about this recent phenomenon, which is the no longer empty nest syndrome. Hundreds, if not thousands, of young adults who couldn't wait to race out of their parents' homes are now flooding back, expecting open arms and their bedroom still intact with their electric youth perfume still on their dresser next to their 8x10 sign Color Me Bad pictures. What these kids are actually coming home to find is quite different. Their bedrooms are now man caves, she sheds, red rooms, dark rooms, kitty labyrinths, doll collector rooms, train villages, or exercise rooms complete with a ballet bar. Now these parents have to find a place for their adult kid, so why not charge them a little fee at the door? They couldn't wait to get to college and rack up debt on their dad's American Express cards, so I guess it's time for them to pay the piper, Sally. They have already had the free ride, so this time around, they're going to have to pay up if they want HBO or Taco Tuesdays or a glass of Diet Right Cola. Do I think you're being unreasonable? No. Do I think you should have asked your doctor that burning question that was in the back of your mind when you found out your period was late and you didn't know if it was right to keep the baby? <laughs> Instead, you decided to bite your tongue and forewent that trip to Aruba with your husband and settle for an underwire bra instead of a boob lift from Dr. Goldenstein. And you continued with that pregnancy anyway. So stick to your guns and show them just a little glimpse of the real world. And when they ask you to launder something for them, tell them it'll be ready next week and hand them a claim check. Abby. I had electric youth perfume. I can smell it. Squozing directly from Debbie Gibson. Yeah, that's why she looks the way she does. There was one Christmas where everybody knew I liked Debbie Gibson and um, everybody got me electric youth perfume. So I had about six bottles i'm still working my way through them i still i still remember the bottle itself with oh yeah with the coil the pink coil down the center it's all still at my parents house i'm sure it's probably dissolved by now but hey you never know it dissolved right through the glass nuclear yeah it it definitely bore a hole in my arm Uh oh but it smelled delicious and it smelled like debbie gibson well what do you think about what do you think about that would you like this answer dear rod no you're not unreasonable The second she got the job, I would have baked a cake that said, congrats on your new job, see you at Christmas, and then had her bags packed and waiting at the front door. But that's just me. I come from a different generation. My mother wanted us out of the house before we even entered it. I went to my first job with a freshly cut umbilical cord. I had to. 
She charged me rent in utero. But this is a new era. According to a recent CBS poll, 31% of millennials are living at home with their parents. The number of adults aged 23 to 37 staying or returning home to their parents has been steadily rising since 2000. This is due to student loans, rising rent, and stagnant wages. Three problems your kid doesn't have. She has no student loans, no rent, a well-paying job. To quote my proctologist, get bent. (laughs) Becky can cough up some of those earnings to keep the lights on. Want to go all out? Have PSE&G cut the power to the house until she ponies up 50 bucks. This will go over like gangbusters in winter. Hit her where she hurts. Wi-Fi. See what happens when she can't get on her Instagram to update a story with a boomerang of a mirror selfie. Withhold some amenities and watch the fireworks display. I've said it before and I'll say it again. When it comes to getting a point across, act like a stripper and show. Don't tell. When Becky sees that it takes money to keep her hair straightener on, she'll start throwing a few greenbacks your way. Or you can play all your hands and do as my mother did. Move and change the locks while I was at work. Then she can add a therapist bill to her pile of bills. Good luck, and let me know if you need a hitman. Bam! Wow. I don't know what happened if I had a stroke after I wrote this, because it says, Anner. 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 The old Anner's here, ladies and gents. Back up. She's brought her banana. Anner's in town. Anner banana. I'm a fanner, Anna. Get oh, it? I'm a I don't. Fan. Yeah. I don't either. Uh, read the next one. All please. right. Dear Pod, I've been invited to a Yankee Swap Christmas party. Mm. We're supposed to bring a gift that's max $25. Any suggestions oh. for a great, cheap gift? It can be a gag gift, but I'd also like options for legitimately good ones, as I have a lot of people to buy for this year, and I'm running out of ideas that aren't gift cards. Signed. Dirty Yankee. Gift cards are lazy. I know how you feel about them, but I enjoy a gift card. Keep reading. Dear Yankee, if there's one thing I love more than a 10 a.m. martini, it's a Yankee swap, also known as a white elephant party. According to Wikipedia, a Yankee swap is a gift exchange where participants bring a wrapped gift for an agreed-upon price. Said gifts are placed in the center of the room. Everyone pulls a number which will determine the order of gift-grabbing. On subsequent turns, each person has the choice to either unwrap a new present or steal another's. When a person's gift is stolen, that person can either choose another wrapped gift or steal from another player. Now, according to Ann Landers, a Yankee swap is a cockfight with a party attached. The last one I attended started with my aunt yelling, Ten men enter, one man leave! That was before she slapped my cousin for stealing the Olive Garden gift card. It's lawless and bloody. My idea of a holiday party. There's plenty of great gifts out there for under $25. From bath bombs to booze, candles to candies. You can get a set of four disco ball tumblers from Grey Cat Vintage for $21.99 and imagine you're at Studio 54 doing a line of coke off Debbie Harry's lower back. Or how about a mermaid pillow that, when you push back the sequins, reveals the face of Nicolas Cage? That terror is only $8.99 on Mericolor. Never underestimate the gag gift that's actually used. My jewels won a potty putter toilet time golf game, only $11 on Amazon. 
I get to spend hours alone while he sits on the can and improves his putting game. Everyone wins. Go online and type in Best Yankee Swap Gifts 2019 for under $25 and watch the suggestions come pouring in. But I really recommend just putting in cash, sitting back in your chair like a Bond villain, and watching as your family beats the ever-living crap out of each other. They can use that money on gauze and bacitracin. Good luck and happy swapping. Wow. I love a Yankee Swap. I love it. The big Yankee Swap gift last year was a Donald Trump pen that said stupid things when you press the pen down. I don't want anything. How is it any different than what reality is? I don't want that in my house. You don't need it. Go ahead. Dear Dirty Yankee, who doesn't enjoy that wonderful holiday tradition of the Yankee Christmas Swap? When you spend half your day overthinking about a gift that you don't want to buy in the first place, wrap it, bow it, and drag it to the party, only to end up with that damn thing at the end of the night. Get them things that they can use, or at least that are on sale. Who doesn't like a little Charlie the Tuna? Cans of tuna are always on sale and can make a perfect holiday tuna helper. Too foodie? Well, how about a six-pack of Charmin? I mean, when that cheese fondue kicks in at the end of the night, they'll turn their glassy eyes to you and whisper, Thank you! But the piece de resistance is the tried and true original gangster of Christmas holiday gifting, the clapper. Clap on! Clap off! Clap on! Clap off! The clapper! A real genius of a human being invented this. Probably a man who couldn't bear the thought of rolling his swollen body over six inches to turn off the damn lamp. Yet you'll probably get the queen of holiday crap, which is the ch-ch-ch-chia, the chia pet, the pottery that grows, now in various shapes and sizes. That's just what anyone wants, a plant that sprouts pubic hair. <laughs> Happy gonna, holidays. I was going to say, is there a cock and ball chia pet? <laughs> it has to be up there somewhere. Uh, but the squatty <clears throat> potty was like everybody's punchline. And it ended up being one of the most used gag gifts ever. Very it's, cheap. Well, and it's also, isn't that how your body's designed to? Yeah, squat. Yeah. Yeah. And and I got it as a, a joke gift for one Christmas. And let me tell you what, we have used that more than most of the things I have received at any other Christmas. So your anuses are pretty clean. Yes. Merry Christmas. Happy New Rear. Ah! Oh, you see what I did there? <laughs> Have you been to a Yankee? Hey, hey, you, you, yeah, yeah, over there. Yeah. You been to a Yankee swap? I did. Eat it. Please eat I'm it. Try it. it. Eat some I'm of the I'm going to one house. tonight. That's why we have to go to Target Better and Moi and get some things. Wait, you were going to a Yankee swap tonight? That's what I literally I, just said. I, I know, but I am repeating for the sake of the listeners. Yes, I'm this going is tonight. Very Therefore, we're going to Target. After this. Well, we have many things to do. I know we have a lot of stuff to accomplish today. The only way to end this is by drinking. Get into the spirit with Get it. inside of it. Specialty cocktails. Specialty drink. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I'm so hammered. Your mom just left me for Timmy next door. Make father a scotch. I don't care if you touch me right there. I'm so hammered mm. by this holiday cocktail. Then this is going to be right up your Alley. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's it's the Apple Zinger. 
This is the Apple Zinger by Broadway's mixologist and famed leader of the Hakuna Hut, Ben Jeffries of Old Broadway. Yes, we will need two ounces of bison grass vodka. Very delicious. Three ounces apple cider, one ounce of King's ginger liqueur, a quarter ounce lemon juice, two dashes Angostura bitters, top with soda, garnish with dried applesauce, you old building and loan. I feel like, oh, apple, apple slice. Ew. I was like, okay. I'm not drinking Do that not, shit. Do not garnish with applesauce, ladies and gentlemen. You have dried You'll have apple diarrhea slice. all day. Look, long. I'm gonna drop it anyway because there's a lot of ginger liqueurs and apples in this, so it's very botanical and healthy for you while getting you completely tanked. So here's the tasting notes. We love Christmas at the Hakuna Hut. For us, it's a time of nostalgia, good company, and of course, excellent libations. But whether you prescribe to that particular holiday or not isn't what matters at all. This this is a season that is meant for reminding us all that sharing goodwill with our fellow humans is the most rewarding part of life. And something we could use a bit more of all year round. Amen, brother. So whether or not, whether you're celebrating Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, or any other holiday, help yourself to a festive apple zinger. The rich spices from seasonal apple cider pair beautifully with this ginger liqueur, and the vodka gives it enough alcohol to put you in the holiday spirit in no time. Add a spritz of soda water and an optional dried apple for a garnish. See, optional. And you have yourself a drink. It's damn near impossible not to love. However you celebrate this season, if even if you don't celebrate it at all, share a glass or a pitcher of these with your friends, neighbors, acquaintances, or anyone you think needs some extra joy in their life. Just drag somebody in from off the street and give it to them. You want some Holly's Bristol cream? Who wants applesauce? We're all we've got on this spinning ball in space, so we might as well make the most of it. Cheers and Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good Night. Oh, here we go. Smells delicious. That's Jules's balls are going again. And as you can see, we have our very favorite glass here. It is the man and the assless chaps. Cheers to your holiday. That is zesty. I love this. That is fantastic. Ben Jeffrey, you have outdone yourself. This is delicious. It smells like apples. It tastes like apples. How do you like them apples? Boozy is how I like them. You know what I forgot to talk about? I was thinking yesterday as I was taking a shower about this Christmas episode and the the, macul- the immaculate conception mm-hmm. where Mary does not have sex and she's she has a baby growing. She sex. gets all the repercussions without she's, any of the She's the never had sex. She's probably never pleasured herself whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Right. No. So she's a very pure vagina. No, because she's in Nazareth. Right. It's too hot. Right. So then Mary gives birth, but they make no mention of the immaculate birth. So Joseph is just fine with it. What I'm saying here is we never talk about the actual birth of Christ, like the birth of Christ. Uh-huh. We never hear about Lamaze. We never hear about gauze. We never hear about tearing. Did mm-hmm. he just appear like out of her womb? Yeah, and then she sat on a bucket of ice for five days. That is but not if, told in any if, of the Christmas carols. But even before, there's nothing There's nothing to be said about the actual, like, who caught it? Who cut the umbilical cord? 
who did like who administered anything. There was a donkey anything. there. He right. bit the umbilical because cord. Because every picture that's drawn, there is no aftermath. Everybody's clean. There's no right. blood on hay. And usually Mary is seen wearing what? A white gown, white and blue. Let me ask you this. I understand that in a delivery room, you're probably wearing the same thing. But back then, Mary probably gave birth with that white dress on. No, There was no like, hi, Mary. Um, these three wise men are here to give you um, gauze, a new gown, and some Vicodin. No, they gave him frankincense, myrrh, and whatever the fuck that else is. So gold, Mary, gold. So Mary would have to take pictures in front of all the animals with a blood-soaked white gown that she just had this immaculate birth. Well, I like I mean, that the three wise men on their way there, they're like, oh my God, the savior is going to be born. What are you guys bringing? Well, we could bring a diaper, Jeannie. No. Okay, well, Too we literal. could bring, uh, I don't know, a push present, maybe something mm. from Mary, you know. Who? <laughs> that bitch. Anyway, what about Nipples, you know, like things you can use, bottles, uh, onesies. Again, too swaddles. literal, too okay. literal, too literal. What do you have in How the bag? How about frankincense? Perfect. Great. It's in the bag. That's great. Oh, great. All right, just then put it in. We don't have in. to stop anywhere. But is this on the registry? I, is myrrh on the registry? I don't know. It's immaculate conception. Ugh, I don't, what do you get for a woman who, who got pregnant without doing anything? Without even asking for it. it it's like <laughs> Jesus in the manger. And I'm like, oh, what are these men doing here with myrrh? Get out of here with your frankincense. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mary's in the back. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Nobody no, asked about just me. nearly bleeding to death by giving birth to this quote unquote savior. But meanwhile, can I get some fresh hay for my vagina? Sorry, I didn't have time to clean up the placenta before you guys yeah, got here. I didn't here. expect guests. You could have sent a bird. God. You could have sent a bird to tell me that you guys were on your way. I thought that llama out front was enough to say, you know what? She's busy. I thought the screaming and the smell would have stopped you from coming in. But uh. no, by all means, bring him myrrh. Babies love myrrh. Yeah, I love that smell of frankincense right after I nearly vomit. bled to death. It's like when I shared a, a room with a girl in college and, I, and she kept burning Nag Shampa. <laughs> What is that? Patchouli? Christ, you couldn't bring something that I could have used, like, you know, nipples? Anything? A moist towelette? How about some, like, uh, ice chips? Diapers! Something, diapers! Something for me. You brought all this stuff for a kid that just came in. I have been lugging this thing around in my belly for months. And and, and I didn't and get I'm any of the action God to do it. Damn shack. A lot. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm with my husband who had nothing to do with this. Not at all. He's basically a guest. So now he's taking credit for it. He got the cigar. I got some dirty hay and a wet dress. Maybe bring me a blanket, at least a blanket for me for crying out loud. Does anybody have maxi pads in this day? Oh, oh, oh. Palm leaves. Thank you. Thank you for We're, thinking of now me. Now we need Mary Magdalene. Where is she? I know she's got, <laughs> she's got protection or something. She's going to go wash your feet somewhere else. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, everybody. Hey, gang. We just want to say happy holidays, Merry Christmas, or whatever you celebrate. We also want to take this moment to say thank you for listening, telling all of your friends about Dear Pod. 
writing your letters of encouragement, writing your listener mail. We cannot possibly do this without you. We love hearing that you love our, our little skit here on your trips in and out of the city. You've made 2019 fantastic, and we're super excited to bring you even more funny in 2020. So hold on, folks. It's going to be a fun holiday (laughs) ride, baby. Thanks, gang. I hate those bells.